The Petting Zoo, Part 2 Johnson turned back to watch a large black spider in another case, sucking up the half-digested slurry of its latest victim. Trying to be polite, Johnson asked, Bet you don't get many visitors here, being so far away? Don't need them, said the old man. This is uh, just a sideline. Pausing for effect, he added, I, uh, I breed them. Johnson looked puzzled. For the college, explained the old man. They, uh, they use them for research. Does it pay well? Good enough. Oh, they don't know squat about spiders, said the old man, spitting on the floor. Johnson looked down and saw that a streak of the sticky black tobacco had splashed on his shoes. I've been doing research of my own, said the old man proudly. Spiders are just like any other critter. Cows, horses, dogs, they're all the same. Breed the best with the best, and you get the best. Or the... (laughs) There was something about his tone that made Johnson uneasy. You want to see my prize winner? Johnson looked around. Oh, she ain't here. I keep her in the barn. She kind of makes these critters nervous. I can't say I blame them. You want to see her? The way the old man said it, the question sounded more like a challenge. Johnson hesitated. He wanted to say no, but he could not let the old man see he was afraid. Uh, sure, answered Johnson. I mean, what could it be? He asked himself. A tarantula? With the old man in front, they went down a lesser-used path to a small barn behind a stand of trees that made it invisible from the farmhouse. A shiny new lock on a rusted hasp yielded to the old man's key. I don't like kids messing with my stuff. The ancient wooden door swung open. Inside, It was pitch black. Johnson hesitated. What was it that made him apprehensive? His mouth felt dry and he tried to swallow. Go on in, taunted the old man as he shoved Johnson through the door. Stumbling on the raised sill, Johnson fell to one knee, ripping his trousers. Damn it! He cursed. There's a light switch ahead of you. The old man reassured him. Just pull the string. The stench of moldy hay made Johnson gag. Where where, where is it? The the, the spider? He called out. She's in the back. You can't miss her. Where's the light? Right in front of you. Can't you see it? Mocked the old man. Johnson stretched out his hand. At first, he could not feel anything. Then, slowly, groping the air in, he caught hold of it. Johnson's heart leapt in relief. But there was something strange. 
The line didn't feel like string. It was sticky, like a... Pulling the line, Johnson knew he had made a mistake. Something rustled in the rafters above him and bits of straw floated down. Johnson bolted for the opening. Enjoy yourself! <laughs> Cackled the old man as he slammed the door and locked it. Let me out! Let me out! Shouted Johnson, pounding on the door. Let me out, you old bastard! But it was no use. The dried out wooden door was like iron. Pausing to catch his breath, his fists throbbing, Johnson looked around. Slowly, his eyes grew accustomed to the dark. What appeared to be a black chasm was in fact the side entrance to the barn. There must be another way out, he thought, but where? In the gloom, he could see that beyond the entryway there was a large open space, and beyond that a boarded up window through which thin shafts of sunlight streamed. Great, all I have to do is cross the barn, pull one or two of those boards and climb out, thought Johnson. Then I'll show that old man. Fifty quid? He'll wish I'd never stopped. And then he heard another rustle overhead and more straw floated down. Uh, who is it? Who's there? He called out. I bet it's that old man, thought Johnson. He thinks he's gonna scare me. Sure, you just keep that up, old man. Johnson called out again. Let's see how much laughing you do when I bash your face in. Now, first I've gotta to get to that window. Be careful, he cautioned himself. This barn must be full of junk. I don't want to fall down and get hurt. Despite the heat in the barn, he shivered. Licking the sweat off his upper lip, Johnson slowly picked his way across the wide, wooden, planked barn floor, being careful not to trip. Shadows of old machinery and tools loomed around him. A leather harness that hung from the wall looked like a hangman's noose. There was a peculiar smell, too. It reminded him of a package of chicken that he'd once left in the trunk of his car on a hot summer day. It was the sickly, sweet scent of rotting meat. Oh, gross, muttered Johnson. There's a dead animal in here. In less than a minute, he had crossed the barn and was standing in front of the boarded up window. Blocking his exit were three boards nailed haphazardly into the frame. Either the old man was too weak or too lazy to drive them all the way in, concluded Johnson. I can probably pull them off with my bare hands. He smiled triumphantly. The first board was half rotted and fell apart in his hands. Light streamed in as it came away from the frame. Then he shifted his attention to the second one, the board in the middle. If he could get this one off, he could easily climb out. But this board wouldn't be so easy. It was like the old door of the barn, dried out and as tough as steel. Gripping the board with both hands, he began pulling. The nails squealed in protest and the board started to move. Only a little bit further, grunted Johnson. The thought of throttling the old man excited him. Just a bit further, another half an inch. 
He could almost feel his fingers closing around the old man's scrawny neck, the eyes bulging, the tongue sticking out. Another half an inch? And then it stopped. Desperately, Johnson yanked at the board, but it was no use. It would not yield. I need more leverage, he said to himself. Balancing on one foot, he braced his other against the window frame and started pulling again. The muscles in his forearms and back bulged as he strained against the board. Sweat rolled down his forehead and into his eyes. Ah, come on! He pleaded with the wood. Come on! In his frustration, Johnson did not hear the soft tap, tap, tap on the floor behind him. like a blind man with his cane. Tap, tap, tap. And then it was too late. It struck. Ah! The force of the attack rammed him face first up against the wall, knocking the wind out of him. <coughs> Warm blood trickled from his nose and ran down his cheek. What was that? Turning around, slowly, he could see in the light from the window, his attacker. It was crouched inside an empty stall along the opposite wall, the legs tensed, ready to spring. It was a spider. No doubt one of the old man's experiments, but this was no ordinary spider. It was huge, about the size of a pit bull with legs that extended out three or four feet on either side. Its eyes stared coldly at him. Johnson did a quick tally of his injuries. Except for his bloody nose, he was unharmed. Perhaps the large size of the creature made it difficult for it to mount an attack, he conjectured. Possibly it didn't even recognize him as prey. Spiders normally eat moths and insects. He reminded himself. Not human beings. <laughs>